In this episode of the Simply Jamila podcast, I wanted to end another month of honoring and celebrating Black history by sharing Black game changers in six different categories. Also, here is a trigger warning for the end of the episode. There is a brief discussion on rape, just to let you know, because I know it is a sensitive topic for some people. But with that being said, let's just go ahead and get into this episode. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Simply Jamila podcast. How are you doing? I am doing okay. I'm a little jittery because I have yet to kill the mouse or I don't even really want to kill the guy. I just want to get him out of here and show him that he can never return. I have yet to do that though. In fact, homeboy ran from underneath my bed one day and straight into my closet and I saw him and he's he's not the cutest mouse out there, but I'm still, I'm super paranoid. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So to end Black History Month, I wanted to share Black Game Changers, but before I do that, I have to share my Rex and Regrets. Rex and Regrets is a segment that I have on this show where I show, share, not show, I share. I share two things I recommend, two things I regret, or something I recommend and something I regret. And kind of in honor of Black History Month, but also just kind of coincidentally, both of the things that I have to recommend are by Black people or involve Black, Black. That's it. I'm just going to leave it at that. The first thing that I recommend is an album. It is called Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. I know I'm late to the game. I do remember when he was killed when he passed away and it's really unfortunate that I'm just now like paying attention to him because he's not here anymore and it's really unfortunate that I'm just now kind of not really hopping on the bandwagon but just like listening to him and understanding what he's all about and I have to thank Boogie there's a new movie coming out I think it's March 5th it comes out in theaters it's by Focus Feature Films or just Focus Films I don't know the actual name of the production company it's called Boogie and Pop Smoke is in it. I think Pop Smoke is actually the antagonist, but I'm really excited about it. And they used his song, Got It On Me, for the trailer and I loved it. So I was like, you know what? Let me go listen to the album. And I actually really like the album and I feel awful because I'm so late to the game with discovering him. And I did some research and I really put into perspective like, how short life is because me and him were born in the same year which blows my mind and scares me all at the same time but shoot for the stars aim for the moon by pop smoke whether you think you're into rap or not no matter what just give it a listen I personally think it's really good and there's just a vibe about it that's so different from other rap albums that are being made today I don't know what it is but I just I love it it, it truly I don't know how to say it's a vibe without saying it's a vibe but it like it is something else I recommend that involves just being black is a show a docu-series on Netflix called amend the fight for America and oh my goodness I it takes a lot for me to watch documentaries and things that involve history however it is so beautiful the way they have this filmed and it involves different actors, activists, actresses, just different people reading or at least I don't know I've only watched the first episode because they are an hour long and it takes a lot for me to sit down for an hour when I have so many things going on 
hopefully by the time this episode, this podcast episode goes up, I will have watched uh, the second episode, you know, gotten into it. But it's a limited docuseries on Netflix. It's a very beautiful look into the 14th Amendment where they really break it down. And I find it so interesting because like history classes in school, they kind of breeze over a lot of things. And my teacher in high school, she was like, it's just because we have a lot of content to cover. And I'm like, okay, but you're not covering anything that's really important. And you're not covering something that all students can relate to. And so with this docuseries, it provides a very in-depth look into some things that are breezed over or not even talked about in schools, such as Abraham Lincoln's actual stance on slavery and that whole ordeal because it goes a lot more than him signing the Emancipation Proclamation. There's a lot, lot more to that. And there's a lot more to John Wilkes Booth killing him. There's It, it explains everything way better than any of the schools, at least here in America and Tennessee. Then it explains things better than the school systems here could. Something else that just makes it really good is the music, of course, and Will Smith is the host of it. But like I said, they bring in different actors and actresses. I know I saw Yara Shahidi, um, Pedro Pascal. It's just very, very interesting. So if you are interested in history or you need something to watch on Netflix or just anything involving the 14th Amendment. I don't know. I just feel like no matter what, no matter what you're interested in, you should definitely check it out. It's really, really good. And if you don't like it after the first 30 minutes of the first episode, I understand. But again, it is a limited docuseries and I hope I finish it before Netflix gets rid of it. I think it's beautiful and it's perfect for Black History Month. So with all of that being said, let's just hop into the main meat of this episode. I don't want it to be really long, but I have so many people that I want to share with you and so many things I want to talk about. And I'm so excited. I love Black History Month and I just, I love learning Black history. I mean, I'm a Black woman. And you know, something that I find just is like a random side note that I just it came into my brain is that because I'm black people think I know everything about being black and about my history and I don't I'm still learning I'm still learning a lot of things and I love I love doing that I love learning about my culture where I come from and just different things like that I can't wait to do an ancestry DNA like test so I can see like what countries specifically my roots go back to I'm so so pumped this year I really wanted to like put forth some effort into black history at least on social media so every day on instagram i've shared songs from my freedom fighters playlist which is a playlist i have on spotify that's dedicated to songs that fight for freedom and equality it is a collaborative playlist i will link it somewhere if you want to check it out and um i don't know add some songs to it but every day on instagram i've shared a song from that playlist and it's it's one of my favorite playlists to be honest little little promo right there also I probably should say the name of my Instagram account it's simply Jamila official although for some reason a lot of people follow my style like fashion account simply Jamila style even though I've barely used it but that's a whole different whole different thing because of the events of 2020 I feel like Black History Month has gotten a lot more attention this year than it's ever received before and I don't know how I feel about that because it's like all of a sudden it's a thing and people are like registering that it's a thing but black history month has been here the, the entire time black history has been a thing the entire time but i think because of what happened in 2020 people are like wait a minute we should like actually do something i don't know i don't know what the thought process is there and it's kind of angering because it's like this thing has been here the entire time this month for us to celebrate 
our history and our culture has been here the entire time. Is it kind of sad that it's the shortest month of the year? Yes, but it goes beyond February and that's what matters. I wanted to end the month discussing black game changers, people that I think you should know about who are black in some way, shape, or form in different industries. There's so many people that I want to talk about, but I had to like break it down in categories and even then I won't be able to talk about everyone that I want to talk about, but I'm so excited. Next week on the Instagram, like literally like on the Saturday that this episode is going up, I will be sharing all of these people and the businesses that I discussed today. So that way you can check them out and show them some support. Yeah. And like I said, Black History Month goes beyond February 28th. It doesn't end here. And so just keep that in mind. And um, yeah. Anyway, the first category of game changers that I want to talk about they're musicians, they're artists. Everyone that I talk about today is an artist in, a, in their own field, but we have musicians first. Okay, I have to talk about Chica. She is amazing. She's a beautiful, beautiful rapper. I love her. She's from Alabama. Don't know specifically, part of me wants to say Birmingham, but then I feel like I'd be lying. And I just, she's wonderful. In 2020, she released, I don't know if it's an album or an EP, but it's called Industry Games, and I love it. I mean, it's, I love it, but one of my favorite songs on there is Crown, and then she has a whole nother single called High Rises, and it's also really good. I find her music to just be very uplifting, and you can tell that she is the one who's writing the lyrics, and I it just, I don't know. It hits different. I really, I love Chica. Someone else, someone that I've actually discovered like last month and he is certifiably my 2021 obsession when it comes to black artists is Bren Joy. Oh, this man. I, ooh, he is yes. Yes, he is. He is yes. In 2019, he released an album, 20s. I listened to it for the first time this year. Again, he's my 2021 obsession. And it's so good. Like, how? Literally, he is, his voice is beautiful. His artistry is amazing. His most recent single is called Freezing. And I, oh, I love playing that song. Like, I love, I literally listen to it, like, all of the time. I've, let's see, March will be here literally super, super soon. I've been listening to it for two months straight. I'm not tired of it. Hopefully I never get tired of it. It is so freaking good. Someone else, and this is baffling to me that people still don't know who Jasmine Sullivan is. I don't understand that. She did recently, she sang at the Super Bowl this year. So maybe some people, you know, are awake now. I don't, I don't really know. I just listened to her 2021 album, Hotels, Ho, Ho, Tales. Not hotel, but like, it's hard to, it's hard to make that clear in a podcast. It'd be easier if this was like a YouTube video and had like a picture up or something of the album cover but either way it's really really good it's so honest and it provides the female perspective on relationships and sexual desires and like sexuality and it's just so good and one of my favorite songs by jasmine is let it burn it literally was one of my like top songs of 2020 and i still love it it's it's so good i don't know if you've it's one of those songs i don't know if it's like her most popular song but it's definitely a song that you've heard by her and you didn't know it was Jasmine Sullivan but definitely like if you don't know who she is I don't know what to tell you but you need to know who she is and then the last musician I want to talk about is any 
Oh my goodness, I love her. She's from the UK, from my understanding. She came into the rap scene in 2020, so I don't have much to say about her as far as like her discography. But she has known and is getting recognition for her song "Ping Black Girls," which I played in my most recent like music episode of me pretending to be like a radio DJ and just sharing songs that I'd have on repeat for the year. And I do love that song so freaking much it's so so good and i can't wait to hear what's next from any i'm i'm hyped for her album it's so good so those are my musicians chica bren joy jasmine sullivan and any and now i want to move on to the film industry which everyone knows all sorts of actors and actresses um in the film industry but i just wanted to like there's certain people that i just like love and i want to shout them out because i know they're going to be big and the first one is Dominique Fishback. I, okay, love her. I love her. I love everyone. And I'm probably going to get really annoyed with saying that. But she was recently in the film Project Power with Jamie Foxx. And uh, I, I always mess this guy's name up. He was in 10 Things I Hate About You. And I know his name, but I don't want to mess it up. You got to give me a second, y'all. I can never say it because it's three words. Okay, Joseph Gordon Lovett. But yeah, she was recently in that movie and she was like so good. And she did she did good in that movie, right? But then there's a new movie coming out. If it's not already out, it might already be out. I can't remember the release date, but it's Judas and the Black Messiah. And she plays in that film a pretty important character, a lot of screen time for her. And I'm so excited. I need to figure out how I'm going to watch it because... I really haven't paid much attention to as like the streaming services and like if not streaming services per se, I'm sure it's going to come out in theaters, probably on HBO Max the same day. That seems to be how things are working out, but I can't remember the release date, but I know that it's been a very big, like talked about movie. They're doing a lot of like promo and press for it right now. And fortunately, at least I know Jimmy Kimmel, I believe interviewed her and I think she deserved that interview. She deserves so many more in, in Ooh, she deserves so many more interviews and I can't wait to see her like acting career blow up. She was great in Project Power and I think Judas and the Black Messiah is really going to push her to the next step as far as like getting like recognition that she truly deserves. Someone else that I want to talk about who is an actor is Kingsley ben Adir. Adir? I think I'm saying that wrong but it's fine. He's big in the UK circuit and he was, apparently, he was in the photograph, that movie with Issa Rae and like Keith Stanfield. However, I don't remember seeing him in that movie. I was very focused on like Issa Rae, to be honest. Um, but he also was Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, a recent movie that came out on, is it Amazon? Did I watch that on? What did I watch that on? Was it Amazon Prime? I think it was Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure it was. But that is a movie that was directed by Regina King. And like I said, he played Malcolm X. And so after watching him in One Night in Miami, because I don't remember him in the photograph, I did some research and I realized he is big on the UK circuit because he's from the UK. However, I, I really want him to blow up in the US. I think that'd be sick uh, because he's a great actor. I didn't even, I couldn't even tell that he was from the UK. And maybe that's just because I'm half deaf or something, but he sounded American to me. So it kind of like... Not almost like threw me off, but it was just beautiful learning that about him and how many roles he's had in the UK. And I hope that he gets that many roles in the US. Another actress that I feel like it's so slept on, <laughs> like Loki, but she's so beautiful and she deserves some big, 
big roles, but it's Jasmine Cephas Jones. She did win an Emmy for her role in um, hashtag free Rayshon, or maybe it's just free Rayshon and the hashtag is just like a, a decoration. I don't know. And I'm happy that she won that Emmy. And also she is known for being a Skylar sister and is it Mariah? I think it's Mariah. It's Mariah Reynolds. Yeah. And Hamilton. And she also, I guess, had a role in Monsters and Men, which is another um, like civil rights-esque battle with the police type of film for black people or not for black people, but you know, it's, it's that, that genre of black people against the police and wanting equality, all of that jazz. However, I just feel like there's bigger roles and for Jasmine and I can't wait to see that I can't wait for Hollywood to kind of wake up a little bit and see that she's actually a really great actress and deserves pretty like sick roles and the last person that I have in the film industry this might be really weird because it he is a little kid <laughs> and I'm about to give so much hype to a little kid but his name is Isaiah Russell Bailey he is pretty much on the Netflix circuit. He is in the most recent film, We Can Be Heroes, with like Priyanka Chopra and Pedro Pascal, among others. However, I know him or initially found out about him from Family Reunion, a show that is a Netflix original, and I love it so much. It has Tia Mori, and she's my favorite actress. I love her, but he's also in it. He plays like her son, And I don't know, there's something about this kid, which honestly, all of the children in Family Reunion and even We Can Be Heroes, they're going to be something. They're going to be something big one day and I'm excited. But Isaiah, I really want to shout out Isaiah Russell Bailey because this kid has some really cool charisma and I don't know, something about him is like really, really sick and I hope Hollywood doesn't corrupt him and I hope he doesn't let me down because I can see him being like huge. So that was my ramble about the film industry. Just a few people that I feel like Hollywood should pay more attention to and we should also just pay more attention to because like I said, I didn't even know Kingsley was in the photograph. So, you know, it's time to, it's time to pay a little bit more attention, but Dominique Fishback, Kingsley Ben Adir, I think I'm saying his last name right, sorry if I'm not, Jasmine Cephas Jones and Isaiah Russell Bailey all super amazing people and there's so many more out there that need attention from Hollywood and just the film industry overall. Okay so the next category I have it's really sad actually it's podcasts however this is a me thing this is a me thing that needs to be fixed I only listen to three podcasts that are hosted by black people and I need to fix that so if you have any recommendations please let me know because <laughs> I need to broaden that horizon a little bit. I My podcasting listening is just all over the place. I told myself 2021 I'm going to venture out and I've been venturing out, but it's still just kind of like I literally listen to three podcasts hosted by black people and I want to I want to fix that. I want to support. The first one is a podcast I've talked about before, Heart to Heart, The Lived Experiences of Two Young Black Women, hosted by Bria or Brie. Is it Brie or Brie and Kim? I can't remember. Whenever I start recording, I literally lose like all my brain cells and my memory and it's just, it's not a, it's not a good time. Um, however, their podcast is really good. They provide great anecdotes and commentary on current things happening with black people. And if it's not something that's current, but you know, it's still a podcast episode, it's just, it literally gives you a look into like the black culture from their perspective and they are two young black women and so as black women our perspective is 
it could be different from black men. What we experience could be different from black men. But no matter what, we all have that same like basis. And I don't know. It's a very interesting podcast. I like listening to them. I like listening to their take, their perspective and learning. I love learning from them. So definitely check it out. Heart to Heart, Lived Experiences of Young Black Women. I think I said too weird, but let's act like I didn't. Anyway, the next podcast that I just recently started listening to, and I love—I saw the title and I was like, this is my favorite thing ever. It's So Many White Guys, <laughs> hosted by Phoebe Robinson, who is a comedian. The theme song is sick. And just the overall like podcast is like fun and funny. It's super productive. Again, I feel like podcasts, not counting mine because I literally ramble, but other podcasts are very educational. You learn something from them. And even though like so many white guys is just funny and there's like so many jokes in there, I'm still learning. And it's just a really good environment. Like I feel like I'm in the room with Phoebe and whoever she's interviewing and just the vibes are so good and I love it. And then the last podcast I listened to hosted by Black Women is Content Queens. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I feel like I have, but it is a like one of literally one of my favorite podcasts ever. I love it so much. It's hosted by the notorious Kia and Vic Styles. I love it. It's all about content creation and I love following them on Instagram too because in their Instagram stories they share like how to do different things. And I, I just you know this is the kind of things that this is the kind of thing that we don't get as black creators is like a, a how-to community or community where you get like a, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's a community where Kia and Vic have created a community where we learn about content creation. Yes, but we also like get a different perspective on how it is to be a black woman in the content creation like industry because it's so completely different. You have to work well with anything as a minority, literally anything as a minority. You have to work 10 times harder to just prove that you belong in that same field. And then you have to work 20 times harder to excel from there. I love content queens and the community that they've created. And I just, I learned so much. I can feel myself getting educated in the realm of content creation. And since they're on a much bigger scale than I will ever be, it's nice seeing like how hard they continue to work to just prove like they belong in their industry. I don't know. It's a super, super sick podcast. Again, Content Queens hosted by the Notorious Kia and Vic Styles, as well as, you know, the other ones that you should check out are Heart to Heart, The Lived Experiences of Two Young Black Women, and so many white guys I love that one I love it it's it's so good I ended the last category of podcast talking about content creation from the content queens and so let's talk about some content creators that I absolutely love I am a hundred percent from Generation Z. So this is the category where I have kind of the most people, but they all kind of create the same content. The first one I have is Aaliyah Simone, who apparently is known as the Chorology Girl in the internet realm. And that doesn't make sense to me because she has over 600,000 subscribers on YouTube, but I absolutely love her personality. I believe she is mixed. Like she I don't want to say she's black and white. I don't want to like assume, but I do believe that she is mixed. I love, I love her content. I love her honesty. I love that she is finally 
like breaking out of the mold that the internet has put her in and she's finally showing all sides of herself and it's so fun it's so beautiful I love it and something else I love about her is because I follow her on Instagram and she's someone who doesn't ask for hate but she asks for constructive criticism and so she asks like our, her subscribers like what can I do better and she works to improve it but she doesn't lose sight of herself in spite of that so she creates content that she likes but takes note of the constructive criticism to make sure that she's making herself happy first because that's most important but also making sure that her subscribers are happy and well fed when it comes to her youtube videos and something else i love about her is she's not scared to share and talk about mental health which i think is really really important especially for young black women because there are several creators out there who do talk about mental health but I think it's important to have people who look like you talking about it because I had to do a project last spring um, regarding black women and their mental health and we suffer more than other races and even more than black men and yet there's not many black women out in the world really who sit down and share and talk about mental health and so I really appreciate that Aaliyah does that with her chest she does it with her chest says it with her chest and I love it another content creator that I love her name is Kiana Naomi she is a Texan she is she is gorgeous and she honestly could go in the film industry category because she's an actress in the works she is someone who dropped out of college but is continuing to educate herself and I and truly inspired by that because she wasn't getting what she wanted out of college and so she like purchased books and is able to like just learn what she wants to learn and just continue to educate herself I don't know it's just it's so beautiful the way like her life is looking for her of course you only know what is put out on the internet and what she decides to share but I just think like her teaching herself Spanish and um, just reading different books that are like informative and just, I don't know, it's so cool. Also, she's just a fashion icon, like actual fashion icon. Love her like fits, they're so good. And I love like her different hairstyles and like her talks about natural hair and her natural, I think she has 4C hair, like her hair care routine. I just, beautiful. So I'm gonna mess this name up so hard and I'm so sorry. It's Taylor, I think it's, Giovesis? Mm, I could be wrong. She is engaged to Nash Greer, although they're pretty much married in my head. Um, she's the mother of their son Malachi, and I just love her. The YouTube channel is Nash Greer's YouTube channel, and she is, but she's like in his videos. But I'm more of like following her on Instagram and learning from her on Instagram. She's just beautiful, and it's weird. I'm not a I'm not anywhere near nowhere near having a kid but when it comes that time for me maybe question mark we don't know she's someone that I look up to because she is super young not in like a bad way she's just like a young mom and she's sharing how she's raising Malachi and the different things that they're teaching him and I just think it's so beautiful like the way that they're educating like their son and also she's literally just gorgeous and she's been so open about her mental health as well and just different things that have affected her relationship and just like her parenting styles and it's beautiful. I, that's the only word I have for Taylor. It's just absolutely beautiful. And I'm sorry I can't pronounce her last name. 
Um, another beautiful YouTuber is Coco Chinello. I believe she's of Nigerian descent, but I could be talking out of my ass and I could be completely wrong. Either way, she is a YouTuber and she makes like fashion and beauty content. Although I recently watched her Valentine's Day video and she came out as asexual. And I think that's so beautiful. I don't know if this, it's not really a coming out thing because at this point you just like you are who you are but I think it's beautiful that she's open and talking about it because there's not a lot of people who look like me who talk about that kind of stuff and I just I'm I'm glad black women are stepping out and talking about the things that they experience from their perspective because it's so different it's so different and Coco releasing that video and just talking about it it's just so like I don't know I loved it. I loved it. I was, I sat there and I just smiled because I was like, this doesn't get talked about enough, especially by people who look like me. And I appreciate it. I mean, I'm not asexual, but I still just appreciate it. And then the last content creator that I, I can't make this episode and not talk about Kelly Stamps. Kelly Stamps literally came out of nowhere and I appreciate it. I love it. She is a hundred percent herself in all of her videos and like it's so it's so awesome also she's so spontaneous in my head at least I think she's spontaneous because she's lived all over the country and she just moved from Boston to the south somewhere question mark I love okay speaking of question mark I love that she can be like anonymous but honest if that makes sense so her content is so honest everything she says like snaps for Kelly stamps like she is like the sassy, like straightforward, like not gonna take anybody's ish queen. She is amazing. But then she's also like anonymous in several things and like private. It's so weird how that dynamic works out, but it's perfect and I love it. And some of her videos like really truly inspire me and I just, I love it. And then she's someone else too that proves that you don't have to have like the fanciest editing or the fanciest camera, the fanciest thumbnail to grow and to prove a point and to show the world who you are. And I think that's just incredibly beautiful. So definitely, if you haven't heard of Kelly Stamps, check her out. She is gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous and like fashion YouTubers, such as Aaliyah Simone, Kiana Naomi Taylor... I'm sorry, I can't say your last name. Coco Chanello and Kelly Stamps, all beautiful, beautiful, beautiful icons. I felt it was great and important that we swoop in to the bloggers slash, it's literally my notes say blogger slash fashion icons because they are. And okay, this is beautiful. So the first two on this list, literally both of their names are Aaliyah Patrice. <laughs> That was kind of accidental. I literally, when I was creating this list, it was the first people who came in mind and both Aaliyahs came into mind. Although one has an H and one doesn't. Aaliyah Patrice with an H, she has, okay, it's it's interesting. I follow her on Instagram and she hasn't uploaded in a while. So really I need to like, is she okay? Are we, is she good? I don't, I hope so, but she's super, super beautiful. I love her style. I love her look. And she has a blog called Aaliyah's Adventures, which I guess is still coming soon. Again, we really need to check on her. Is she good? Is she okay? She hasn't uploaded recently, but I still, okay, this might sound like a stalker, but I go back to her profile sometimes just to make sure 
I'm still following her and I just like look through pictures and I'm inspired. I'm inspired by the content she puts on Instagram. And then Aaliyah Patrice without the H, she is gorgeous, has a beautiful family. She's a mom. She's um, a fashion stylist, I believe. Her website is aaliyahpatrice.com. So it's A-L-I-Y-A-P-A-T-R-I-C-E dot com. <laughs> you remember that like free credit report dot com? Tell your friends, tell your dad, tell your mom. I don't know why I just randomly thought about that saying that. Um, anywho, she is really, really gorgeous. She's someone who does uh, post consistently and her content, her outfits, they're just great. And again, just that family vibe that I get from some of her pictures that she puts on Instagram. I just, it inspires me for when maybe if that time comes. <laughs> okay, so those are like the bloggers that I have. Honestly, I don't really follow a lot of bloggers. I don't know how big the blogging industry is as someone who is a blogger and blogs, but like I just, I don't know if it's the way it used to be. I just have mine because I need a place to vent and I like creating content and don't know where to put it. So we have a blog, but those are the two bloggers that I have. And then I want to go into my two fashion icons that go beyond both of the Aaliyahs. <laughs> the first one is, okay, I might say it wrong. I might say it wrong. I know I'm going to say it wrong. Shiana, Shiona, Shiana, Shiona, Torini. Sorry. I I am so sorry, but she's a stylist, a costume designer, and like like big time, like big time. As in, she has done costumes for Queen and Slim. Yes, that yeah, the movie Queen and Slim that I was like obsessed with at the beginning of 2020. Like that was it was literally the first movie I watched last year, and I loved it. I mean, it was intense, and I cried, and it was I was shook. But yeah. She created the costumes for one of my favorite movies ever. When I found that out, I was shook. I was excited. I was shook. I need to pay attention to the end credits a lot more. That is what that is what following her on Instagram has taught me. Pay attention to the end credits. But she's also done costumes for Insecure, a show that I will watch when I decide to bite the bullet and pay $15 a month for HBO Max. We're not there yet. We're still trying to figure out rent and stuff. So give me give me some time. But that's just the beginning of her portfolio. She has designed for so many different celebrities and different like big projects. And it's just, it's so cool following her because A, the outfits that she curates, the costumes she creates are gorgeous. But then it's also just like her journey and just seeing that like, okay, if she can do it, it's kind of like if a, it's like that vibe of if she can do it, I can do it too. I mean, I don't want to be a stylist or a costume designer, but I do love, okay, Maybe I low-key want to be a stylist, but I definitely don't want to be a costume designer. That's a lot of stress for me and like the changes and stuff. And no, but I don't know. To style people would be just so sick to me. I would love to do that. You know, that would be so fun. <laughs> I'm like envisioning it. I'm like, that would be so, so fun. Having a great client por- profile and just like creating outfits that suit the person and their needs. I don't know. That sounds so fun to me. Okay. I need to like get my mind out of that or else I'm just going to spiral into that. I don't know what. And then another fashion icon that I follow on Instagram, her name is Shayla Janelle. I, I swear I can speak English. Shayla Janelle. She's the CEO slash creator of Random and Chic, a like vintage like reseller. And it's so like, it's so beautiful. The way she styles the items she finds, beautiful. I can't afford any of it, like n- none, none of it at all. 
but I love just looking at it. And I also follow her store Random and Chic on Instagram. And I just, the outfits, the items, like it's just gorgeous. And I love her story about how she literally was like at the lowest point in her life and makes six figures now from reselling. Like, I'm sorry, what? Can, please, can that, that's, can, inspiration <laughs> like absolute inspiration she calls herself a serial entrepreneur and she, yes that is very much so her but I'm happy to be following a serial entrepreneur I'm happy to have a serial entrepreneur to look up to who looks like me and I don't know also she's just gorgeous everyone that I've talked about today is gorgeous <laughs> so we have both of the Aaliyah Patrices and then we have Shiona I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. And then Shayla Janelle, the serial entrepreneur. I feel like the best way to end this up, since we did talk a little bit about Random and Chic, which is a certified business, why don't we talk about a few small businesses and communities slash organizations that are black owned that you should check out. So the first one is decently similar to Random and Chic, but it's called Curation Collective, which is another vintage store via Instagram. She's located in Anchorage, Alaska. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I follow her on Instagram just to like, because I'm inspired by the outfits she puts together with the items that she finds. But then I actually like looked at like, it was either her profile or her website. And I was like, wait a minute, this is Alaska, Alaska. Like, far at least far for me and I kind of blew my mind and now I want to like be rich so I can buy something and say I got it from Anchorage Alaska but uh, the items that she finds so beautiful and again the way she styles them is so beautiful that's literally the most reason why I follow her <laughs> I don't know how good or bad that sounds another like small business is okay I don't know if it's just YRS or it's like ears years I don't know. It's YRS. That's how you spell it. And then their at on Instagram is at this is YRS. So I don't know how to pronounce it. And I feel like such a fake fan for not knowing how to pronounce it. But it is a small business out of Portland, Oregon. And she makes polymer clay earrings. And it's not the like little YouTube video DIY tutorials that you watched in like 2012. Like these are like real deal, real deal. No, real deal beautiful structured well polymer clay earrings and I mean she does have some fun ones but I love the more simplistic shape ones they're sick I I love them definitely check them out especially if you are a big earring wearer and they're statement earrings too which is part of the reason why I love them so much so definitely check them out it's at this is YRS I don't know how to say the actual name which is YRS I've already said that so those are two small businesses that you should definitely support. There are so many out there. There are a lot of beauty ones, but I haven't really tried their products because I'm not a very big like beauty person. There are YouTubers um, when everything went down in 2020 that all of a sudden decided to shop from small black owned businesses that did do reviews of the beauty um, products. So you can go check them out. I've been saying um a lot today. I just caught that. Don't know if I'm okay. Honestly. Nah, I'm not, but it's fine. Let's continue on. <laughs> so there are a couple of like community, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. So we're just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. There's a community called Her Market and it's really cool. It's a, like a marketplace for like 
women-owned businesses and it was founded by two black women and it's so cool and it's literally just like that's it like it's a marketplace uh, for women-owned businesses but again it's a community like it's for women to support other women in their small business endeavors and I follow them on Instagram and I love following them on Instagram I literally am so poor I can't afford anything but when I become rich I fully intend on either going to what because they do have like physical what would you say they have like physical events but they're never going to be in Tennessee and so one day when I'm like rich or ready to do a spontaneous road trip I fully intend on going to one of their physical events and just blowing my money to fully support not only her market but all of the small female-owned businesses that they were able to bring together through their community and yeah I'm ready to blow it I'm ready to blow some money don't know if that's like a slang term or not anyway the final like business slash thing that I wanted to talk about today and I think this is so so dope it's called the black hair experience and I love it it's interactive exhibits that celebrate black hair and it's in Atlanta I parent a parent why am I saying apparently weird they're supposed to open a location in Washington DC sometime this summer I hope that's still in the works because I know COVID really did some things as far as like throwing things off schedule but I think it's so sick. It's literally just like, it's a place for, to, it's a place to celebrate black hair. I, there's like nothing better than that to me. I feel like I love that. It's kind of a, at least from following them on Instagram, it's kind of like a, um, it's, it's like a, like an Instagram, like photo booth type thing. Like there's so many different like exhibits and rooms and you just take a picture, but all of the exhibits celebrate an aspect of black hair. And I just, I think it's sick. I don't know if I explained that well, but I just think it's super, super sick. Of course, I've never been again. I want to, that is definitely my next like venture out there. Like I'm going to blow some money, go to Atlanta and experience this exhibit because I think it's so cool. The entire, like, I don't know, just everything about it is just so incredibly cool to me. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to, I feel like it's going to be a very educational. And of course I'm always down to be educated. I do halfway know my hair, but I also like, don't like she needs help. <laughs> so some businesses that I mentioned were YRS, so don't know how to say that, Curation Collective from Anchorage, Alaska. Her Market, which just literally is a community of small female-owned businesses supporting each other, and the Black Hair Experience, which I think is just the sickest thing ever. I talked a lot today. Um, well, I talked honestly the normal amount, but I talked really fast. I wanted to talk about as many people as I possibly could. And this is like, I'm not even touching the surface of all of the black game changers that exist in the world right now. There are tons and tons and tons out there. So don't think this is the first time that you're going to hear from me about them. I don't know if the next time will be a YouTube video or like a very long, long list on the blog, but this is not the first time because there's so many people that you should pay attention to, whether you're black, white, of Asian descent, like no matter your race, ethnicity, culture, these are some black game changers that I think you should pay attention to. So because I think that you should pay attention to them, my challenge for the week is to just support more black owned businesses, artists, women, men, all of them, just support them. 
and go beyond Black History Month and go beyond every time a black person unjustly gets shot by the police because it's still freaking happening. It's just not getting reported on the scale that it was with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. So yeah, don't let those instances, don't let the loss of a black life be the reason that you all of a sudden support black people. It should be a 24-7 all the time outside of February thing. And before we go, I do want to share some hot thoughts that I have on some hot topics. Although I don't know if my thoughts are hot, but like, let's just talk about some things. So apparently, and this is crazy. This isn't crazy. No, it's crazy. It's crazy in the sense that this is something I'm just not finding out about and it's been happening for years. So in India, parents are using rape to like cure quote-unquote cure like in quotes their homosexual children and I found out about this like on Instagram because I guess like the numbers have been increasing like they're staggering like it's absolute insanity but it's actually been going on for a long time and that's what makes it like crazy is that I'm just now hearing about this but it's been happening for a while some of the numbers when I like found out about this it's not really numbers it's statistics is like a 17 year old girl was raped by 44 men a 14 year old girl was raped by nine men and then a 12 year old was raped and killed and that blows my mind it literally blows my mind that this is a thing but it's like why like why would you think corrective rape is going to in quotes cure your child why don't you just love and accept your child no matter their sexuality or their beliefs I don't know it's just very upsetting that like this is a thing and apparently it's been a thing for years now and I'm just not finding out about it and I am behind on a lot of things all the time but now I'm here and at least it's important that I find out about it because some people don't even know so at least I can say something you know what I mean I can I can be here right now and say something and um it's just disappointing it's disappointing it's angering and it reminds me that humanity is trash no matter where you are but on a actually this isn't even a lighter note this is just a, a different thing um daft punk has called it quits after 28 years together they are done and the internet is just not having it I, of course i am recording this on a tuesday this won't go up till saturday so something crazy could have happened between today and saturday that is probably more important than this news but this is all i have for you that's not political because i'm kind of over politics but yeah, Twitter had all sorts of things to say about Daft Punk breaking up and just even artists that they've worked with. Like I know The Weeknd has definitely worked with Daft Punk quite a few times. Yeah, they called it quits. I didn't realize, I thought this is this is how uncultured I am. I literally thought Daft Punk was one person. So after getting that news and just like people asking like, have you heard? I'm just like, oh, it's a group? My bad, my bad. So that's, yeah, I'm, I have not, I don't have much to say on this besides it's not the end of the world. And I think it's interesting that people think that groups are going to last forever. You know what I mean? And some groups do, which is cool, but it's just also like, I, I never have that expectation. I think the only groups that I think will genuinely last forever are like literally the siblings because they're siblings, <laughs> like the Jonas Brothers and like Chloe and Hallie, which even then I could see Chloe and Hallie going off and doing their own thing. 
But at the end of the day, they're sisters. So I wouldn't be surprised if they came back together and did something. Does that make sense? But any other group, like One Direction, when, when Zayn left and then One Direction broke up and everyone was like heartbroken, I was like, like, anticipate this. You know what I mean? Anticipate this. I literally can't think of a group that stays together without at least breaking up once. So Daft Punk breaking up, it's just not really... A surprise to me, again, I anticipate these kinds of things, but the internet is butthurt. And so I'm sorry to the internet, but I also just like don't fully understand the, I don't know, pain, emotion behind this. I don't get it. (laughs) Anywho, that is this episode. All of my black game changers, things that I recommend, my thoughts on some hot topics. Let's help homosexual people especially children in India if we can I need to do more research into like organizations that are doing something about this because hopefully an organization is doing something about this please please like don't let this just be a deaf thing or please don't let this be a thing that the world is like deaf to gosh I hope not anyway I need to round this out because I have to take a test in exactly one minute so I will be in your ear next week with another episode of the Simply Jamila podcast I hope you have a good week and um let's get ready for Women's History Month which begins March 1st